Salutations! And welcome to the 71st episode of the oh. In The House podcast, the official podcast of Scouse's House Supporters Group, which is an official supporters group of Louisville City Football Club. <laughs> I am your host, Evan Floyd, and I'm really excited to be here tonight. Yeah, this one's going to be a fun one. We are, <coughs> I am coming to you live tonight from Saints, which is, as everyone knows, one of the homes of soccer in Louisville. Uh, a favorite of uh, Premier League fans, USL fans, MLS fans, national team fans. This is the place to be for soccer. Bruce you, is kind of a jerk, but the <laughs> bar is great. If you don't have somewhere else to be for soccer, if you don't, if your presence isn't requested somewhere else, then this is the place to be for soccer. So this is, yeah, uh, I, I think that's, and basically everybody in the city gets that at this point. Yep. So, but we're here tonight, and if you hadn't gotten the indication, we have uh, two special guests tonight. Uh, one of whom may be the proprietor of the very establishment we are in. Yeah. Uh, but before we can welcome them, them to our show, we first need to welcome my partner. Uh, and I can think of nobody better to be here than my partner, who tonight is coming to you live from a sheep shearing contest in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Yeah. Andy Frederick. Yeah. Andy, thanks for being here. I love sheep shearing. Do you? Yeah. Um, it's hard. Quality wool? I don't know if quality is the word I would use. Okay. I'm definitely going to make a sweater. It might be an itchy sweater. Are you competing in this sheep shearing? I am. Method? Okay, well, good for you. I've named, like, maybe four sheep. Uh, it's not shocking. You got to go fast, but not too fast. Yeah, you like a good shank exactly. also. So. Exactly. All right, Andy, tonight we are going to talk about Pittsburgh and the draw that was. We're going to talk yeah. about Hartford and the win that will be. Yeah. And we are also going to talk to our two guests uh, tonight. We have got first, and less importantly, we have uh, Saints Grand Poobah. Uh, Bruce Pride. Jarrett is here tonight. Bruce, thanks. How are you doing, everybody? Bruce uh, is famously of Saints, but yeah. also enormous Lou City fan. Any uh, any game you can be at, you are at. That is correct. And uh, also has provided any number of uh, tailgate snacks yeah. for, the, uh, for the assembled folks. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Uh, we appreciate you having us tonight. We appreciate you know, your place being such a home for soccer, because it truly is. But like I say, the less important guest we also have on the show tonight what I can only assume will be the youngest podcaster in not just Louisville City history, but USL history, I'm assuming. It has to be. <laughs> soccer has history, be. There, there are a lot of soccer podcasts, so I don't want to guess. But USL history, I feel confident tonight. I wonder if somebody can look that up for us. We have... <laughs> we have John Stanley Marzalek tonight, <laughs> better known as Stosh. Stosh, welcome on the show. Stash is the guy we've got here to actually talk soccer with us tonight. Yeah. Bruce is mostly just to, just for eye candy. So, <laughs> Stash, you are how old? I am 14. He's 14 years old. All right. And you are a huge Lou City fan? Yes, I've been to every home game possible since 2015. That's awesome. That outdoes Andy and I, who have both missed a couple at that's least. That's very true. So that's impressive. Uh, how did you get into soccer in the first place? How did you get into Loose City in specific? Well, I mean, the first game that I went to in 2015, my dad was like, hey, let's go to this thing. It was hailing. And <laughs> this was when we had, like, that was the really slippery yeah. astroturf. And, like, the hail came down, and it melted all over, like, the normal Oh, grass. grass because it had held the heat yeah. but on the plastic the turf monster it was just like a that's ridiculous and you said that that was something awesome and you had to be a part of it yeah I mean I was a soccer fan before that I didn't like pay attention religiously like I do now Sure. but yeah and do you also play soccer yes are you a future Lou City player, or do you have ambitions much higher than our uh, USL squad? I don't know. What position do you play? Uh, right back. We could use a right we back. We could. I mean, frankly, if we you've got We should talk to Hack. No, I'll like, get hey, him on the phone. <laughs> we, we, we're going to need a right back soon, for sure. Yes. Although Pat McMahon has been playing really well back yeah. there for the yeah. last couple of games. Yeah. Pat's, Pat's definitely been Captain Hustle. Yeah. Energy, for Man. sure. It's good to see. It's, it's the hair. The hair comes back. It's, it's starting it's to get flowing. long again. Yeah. I maybe, maybe put, grow your hair out. Put it in a man bun. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe not do that. 
I actually saw him come into the office the other day, and he was like well groomed. He'd clearly just gotten it. We're used to seeing him out on the field with that hair, just like sweated back. Yeah. And him with a red face, just blowing through things. Uh, seeing him put together, it was like, man, your hair is kind of gorgeous. It was, uh, it was a good looking it's head. It's lustrous. Hair. It is. Uh, all right, so Stash, we're going to talk a little bit about the pre the previous game. We're going to talk a little bit about the next game, and we're going to need your help with this. All right. You told me before the show that you watched us play in the game against Pittsburgh. What was your impression of the game? I mean, for most of the first half, it was like it was pretty open, but nobody could put anything yeah. anywhere. I agree with that. I, I just defense. feel like, yeah, I feel like. I mean, Pittsburgh is one of the best defensive records in the league. Very true. And, like, we've had a good defense lately, and we've been on a good streak. So I felt like it was sort of a clash that was just meant to end 1-1 or 0-0. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that first chance that Spencer left for Abdu. Oh, it looked so inviting. I know, and he was just, like, stumbling, and, like, his arms were windmilling. He's just <laughs> trying to eventually fell over, but... It was one of those times where I felt like it was a brilliant dummy from Luke trying to leave the ball behind, but it was also one of those times where if he had not touched it at all, it may have caught Abdu in stride. Yeah. Uh, Luke put just the tiniest of touches on it, which sometimes is what you need to get the goal. Yeah. Yeah. But this time it felt like it just put Abdu oh, yeah. into a half step, and uh, that kept maybe kept him from getting the goal. It was super frustrating to see him sky it. You like kind of needed to fully dumb it or dummy it or right take it and shoot. And just yeah. that in between zone didn't quite pan yeah. out. That's, that's exactly right. Abdu did have a man pretty close closely following him. So. Yep, right on his tail. Uh, Ultimately, I agree. I think that the game was a classic lily ball. There was basically oh, yeah. nothing in the middle of the field. Ooh. And so, uh, like Stosh says, it ended up being pretty open, but mostly because there was a lot of long balls yeah. uh, because right. there was just nothing in the middle of the park oh, yeah. for anybody. Uh, Pittsburgh's such a narrow field anyway. Bob yeah. Lillard <laughs> packs them in. And then uh, just you can't really get anything going in the midfield in Pittsburgh when they're on their game. And they're a good team. Yep. Where are they sitting at right now? Uh, uh, Pittsburgh is currently four, I believe. They yeah. could be five, actually, if I'm uh, if I'm doing that we right. We live in the information age. I we do. You up. can find that information out for us. <laughs> look this up. Uh, I wonder if their, pin, their pitch their shrinks and gets thinner when the river comes up. Just move the lines. We're going to stay dry today, guys. We're going to play on an 18-foot wide field. Yeah. It, it is. It's a narrow field, and, I mean, it's just perfectly designed for what Bob Lilly wants to do, which is choke you to death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought the defense did really well to stand up to it. We gave up two or three chances yeah. throughout the game, but uh, Hubbard was equal to each yeah. of them. What yeah. did you think about Hubbard? So good. Yeah, I mean, great. that's one of his best games that he's played so far for yeah. Louisville City. I, it reminded me a lot of that game he played his first start for us this year against New York Red Bulls, oh, yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. where he he didn't just have to make saves. He had to make big, difficult saves. Uh, Pittsburgh did a nice job of putting those shots on frame. Oh, absolutely. But uh, Hubbard was just equal to the task. It was great to see. He's just such a keeper in form right now. It's yeah. it's a luxury to have that. It also makes you feel good watching the other team get frustrated with oh, goals that yeah. anybody else it would they be in, but Hubbard was there. That one chance that was around the six-yard box, their striker looked absolutely baffled. Oh, he yeah. Like, yeah. He, did, a, he did this like, little crow hop thing. And it was like He was visibly upset. He, he started moving away it. as though... All right, goal. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. That wasn't a goal? No, yeah. a really nice game from Hubbard. I think that uh, there's been conversation about the fact that uh, in the online man of the match voting, uh, it went, the winner of that was Chris Hubbard, and yet the announced winner was Napo Matsosa. And that's yeah. because uh, Coach Hackworth decided to big league everybody, and he said that's the man of the match afterwards. He said Napo Matsoso. Uh, kept Pittsburgh from being able to do anything in the middle of the field. Because while they're shutting you down, they still want to play down the middle. Mm -hmm. And Napo didn't allow any of that. He hustled his brains out in that yeah. game. Uh, I love watching him play midfield. We've been talking a little bit about how we love watching Pat McMahon play out on the right wing. Yeah. I also thought Sean Tosh did a really nice job at the six in this game. Yeah. He's had about five games in a row where he has uh, gotten the start either at center back or in the uh, defensive midfield for this yeah. game. Yep. And um, he's been solid. I felt at the beginning of the season, our whole back line was just 
I mean, after that, what was it, like a 3-0 loss, or 3-2 loss, in like that Sunday morning, because it had been canceled the other day. Oh, it was against chilly. Birmingham, yeah. Birmingham, because, I don't know, but I felt like everybody was just a little con- confused and uh, it was. demoralized. And disappointed. <clears throat> and they looked a little flat after that, I thought. Yeah. And they looked a little flat for a solid five weeks there in the middle of the season where we just couldn't really get anything going. We suffered some weird losses. I, I think we had the uh, season hangover because we went so deep. You know, you, you win that championship, guys don't have time to recover. I mean, yeah. you're playing teams that had they had six extra weeks off, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Because you're going to play th- three more games or six more games or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's a great Plus point. Plus open cup games that were, like, they're f- hard fought. You yeah. put a lot of energy into that, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're like, well, we have a lot of injuries, so let's try to get through this middle part of the season and see what happens. That's always been one of my weeks. I would like to talk about, though, is the return of Richie Ballard. Oh, yeah. It's great to see Richie get back out on the field. Yeah. Richie hadn't gotten out on the field in, uh, I think, since, uh, I think he played briefly in the Cincinnati Open Cup game is, I think, the last time I remember seeing him out there. I think he's played, he played, like, two of our early Open Cup games. Yeah. But yeah. hadn't seen the field in a little while. Uh, we clearly needed a little bit of pace coming off the bench in this game when Luke Spencer is coming off. Uh, I love the idea of having Abdu and Antoine up on the front line together. Yeah. But when you ha- put Luke in the middle instead of putting a Brian Ownby out there, I think that it sort of makes the pace of the game wonky because yeah. Luke's not the speed burner that those two yeah. are. Oh, yeah. But I, I loved uh, I loved seeing Richie back out there. I mean, uh, Spencer kind of reminds me of like I'm an Arsenal fan or like. Jang right. Giroux when he came when he cut Absolutely. Yeah. That is a great comp for uh, Luke Spencer. Yeah, I great. mean cuz like when he came on, he could like I don't want to say cuz he's not very fast, but he could bring up the tempo and he, yeah. his hold up play is amazing. Great um, hold up player, smart, makes smart runs. You don't necessarily yeah. have to be the fastest player in the world if when you choose to be fast is yeah. the right moment. And he's, Drew has that in spades. That's a he, great comp. He's good in the air too, so Love that. And that's something that's really good in, like, the last even, like, ten minutes. When their defense is, like, tired, you put in a big man up front. He can, and if you have somebody like Opino or, yeah, they can swing in those balls. Or for uh-huh. Arsenal, it was Alexis Sanchez. He was pretty good at that, yeah. Swing in a ball in the 90th minute, headed in. It's a, it's a solid game plan for uh, soccer coaches around the world. Uh, Now, I'm told that we don't have Stosh and Bruce for the whole night tonight and that they've got other pressing business and other cooler podcasts to go to. So so while Andy and I may come back and touch a little bit more on uh, Pittsburgh, I want to hear what your thoughts are about Hartford and what what do you want to see from the guys before you take off? Honestly, just a good, solid 5-0. No, that would be solid. That would be both good and solid. Yeah, absolutely. What, what do you? Uh, what do you? Who do you have in your head who's scoring some of these goals for us this week? Um, I don't know. He doesn't do it often, but I'm saying Speedy. I my love favorite that. player. Coming back just, from uh, international duty with Jamaica. Yeah. Why is Speedy your favorite player? It's just fun to watch. Yeah. He works hard. He's big and strong, and I don't know. I just like smart him. with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's totally changed the past two years. Watch yeah. it. Like three years ago, he couldn't push anybody. Up. He was getting pushed all around the field. Yeah. Now yeah. he's he's right there. He's, he's making guys miss. Yeah, which is yeah. huge. Yeah, and the, like the only game that I've really seen Speedy like attack. I forget who we were playing. I think it was St. Louis. I, I don't know. He scored an absolute screamer from like 25 yards out or something. Ooh. Yeah, last year he had the two goals in the playoffs against New York Red Bulls, right. and they were almost identical from about yeah. from about yeah. 16 yards. <laughs> and uh, I remember him scoring one from about 24. I couldn't have told you where it was, who it was yeah. against, but I remember that goal. Yeah. And uh, when he's on his game, you usually see him lying a little bit deeper this season, mostly because of no Paolo. So uh, yeah. Speedy's having to fall more into that number six role. But uh, hopefully Paolo gets back healthy and we can see Speedy pushing farther up the field again. Is there, like, any information that can be um, divulged as to when we can see him back on the field? Or? Paolo Del Piccolo has been training. I can All say right. that. I can say All that right. he's not just hanging out watching. There is actual training. Whether okay. that means that he's been uh, a light participant or a full participant, I'm not allowed to say, nor do I specifically know. But All I right. do know that he is not watching practice, he's participating in practice, That's which is great news. That's good news, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
So uh, watch your 18-man roster for uh, when it gets announced for uh, who's traveling this weekend, and uh, watch it more closely the weeks after that because we're going to start seeing some names coming back, and that's getting exciting. So I think that by... I, I think Omi's going to score this week. I love he's, that. He's been all over it, man. He deserves at least one, if not two goals, for all the work he's put in. Yeah, I mean, that guy doesn't leave one ounce of sweat not on that field. It's ridiculous. What we need for playoffs is we need at least most of our injured players back. Yep, I agree with that. Paolo, captain coming back, would be a huge boost going to the, play the playoffs. And if we could just get uh, a spot where we start off at home, I think having Paolo back plus the home field advantage, I mean, just nobody in the USL wants to come. That's just completely like accurate. That's completely accurate, and I hope we, you're right. If we can get up to fourth, that would be fantastic. Yeah. And I think fourth is going to be tricky. I think fifth is doable. Yeah. I think sixth is likely. I think fourth will take some doing, well, but, you know. We need three. The way you start is get three at Hartford. You can't leave any points on the board against the second-to-last place team. Yeah. A draw is not an acceptable result in this game. But uh, we appreciate you guys coming on. I know you guys were trying to run out. Um, I'll just say one one plug for Saints. Um, Please, we got any, any of your USA Women's Ladies Victory Tour games will be on here. Uh, let's make sure we come out and check that out. I know there's a few that have been close. People have been going to those. That's awesome. And then uh, the men tip again, kick against Cuba on October 11th. So that'll be our next men's watch, and then the 15th. So they have like two back-to-back -back games within five days. All right. So that will be. Uh, it's time to, we really need to start. <coughs> Pushing the men's Agreed. agenda because yeah. <clears throat> I don't know that we're going to get any results from uh, the national team unless they feel literally like some kind of pressure from the outside. Otherwise, it, yeah, they absolutely. seem to lay back. I mean, the result the other night against Uruguay was not upset at all. I mean, I, I thought we played pretty well. Um, you know, Uruguay's had some young, fast players. They they showcased that game. They didn't have like uh, what's his name that. I don't think they played. They didn't have like Suarez or Cavani. Or Cavani anybody. was not in that game. No. Nobody like big. But the guys who were going to replace Cavani and Suarez were in that game. Yeah. yeah. Torreira didn't play in that game. I don't yeah, think. No. yeah. Yeah. So. He's been one of my favorite players. Far Same. He's so That's, good. I mean, but I mean, I'll say. Josh that. and I are going to take some uh, take some Arsenal talk <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I don't know how I raise an Arsenal fan. I don't know. Tottenham I did. Guys. I say, we're in the Tottenham <laughs> bar. That's right. Well, Tottenham will be uh, kicking this Saturday at ten, and then we've got. Uh, the Everton crew has been coming. They'll be here. Well, we will be open Sunday for the Everton game as well. Excellent. So we'll open early on. Uh, we're open at 10 no matter what on the weekends for soccer in general. The early games before then are by appointment, so to speak. <laughs> by so we, people all say time, they want to be there. Any Tottenham game early, we're open for. And then the other ones will have 10. I've, I've got the, um, the gold, so we can at least play three matches if there's one on NBC, one on sports, and then one on gold. Yep. So I try to get them all on if I can. Love that. And then uh, one last final plug for uh, for Saints, which is also a plug for Lou City supporters everywhere. The uh, Saints, Lou City, Coopers supporters Halloween party. Yes, the that's annual correct. tradition, yeah. the, uh, the horrifying tradition, is what night? Poor with a W? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, there are children come on, here, kids Bruce. here, Bruce. Come Thanksgiving on. is a thing. Or sorry, Thanksgiving. Halloween's an excuse to wear. Not very much. It is. It is. <laughs> no, it'll be uh, October 25th that night. We'll have, we're we're going to move it up to Sky Bar. Last year we had a great turnout. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, we'll have some kind of contest. We'll get some merch, some swag. Maybe we'll, you know, we can talk somebody into showing up. Who's we, we'll, team appearance. And we'll, we'll see some what front we can do. I've got guys, the something. perfect idea for a costume, too. Oh, well, perfect. I'll tell you, I've been to the Saints Cooper's Halloween party once, and it was, it was as epic as it is always made to sound. <laughs> And so if you are a Lucidity fan, you want a chance to socialize with some Lucidity people, get some delicious beers or drinks of choice at Saints, be there for that because right. it is always a blast. <clears throat> Bruce, if you want to play cards with Lance McGarvey, uh, we have a monthly Euchre night we've been doing also. So it's another, really? another non-soccer opportunity Katie and I to, came and to hang out. It's fun. Bruce actually taught Katie, my wife, to how to play <laughs> Euchre. I have no idea how to play Euchre. Well, David O'Connell and I were doing this podcast while Bruce and Lance were teaching Katie how to play. She learned in about a half hour. She yeah. beat Kevin Kernan before the end of the night. That's all nice. I'm saying. All right. So, well, so yeah, look out for that. And uh, Lance posts that up on Twitter. And uh, so you'll see that. And anything here from uh, Scouse and the Boys in Scouse House, which is, you know, the best place to watch soccer in the world. Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, 
passionate fans, passionate people about what you do. That's that's what we do here too. Yeah. And passionate to have you guys in the building. Thanks for coming. And to uh, to close this out, we're going to talk to a Scouse's House member right now who has a sort of legendary story about something that happened to him with the best <laughs> yeah. seats in the house. Yeah. If Stosh, before you guys kick out of here, you got to okay. tell the story of what happened. So it was before the game. My dad was still at the tailgate. Uh, we were doing the charity for uh, power soccer. Awesome. He handed out the pizzas. Um, and so I was in there. I was waiting. So I was just on my Snapchat or whatever, I was filming, and I wasn't paying attention. I mean, I was two rows back in Scout's house, so the margin of error was maybe it was... a foot and a half between the rail, I'm sitting behind the picnic table, and the roof. Their backup goalkeeper was, like, training, the or just warming up their main goalkeeper, launches one over... And it smashes my phone. <laughs> I was filming at the time. I doubt anything's going to be recovered. And then it hit me in the chest. I didn't know what happened. Smashed the phone. <laughs> hit you in the chest. From had to have been 40 yards. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't have yeah. Done what it game was tried. that? It was the oh. indie game. You need to call Indy. Indy 11. Tell they <laughs> owe you a phone. <laughs> I'm going to get 300 bucks from Indy 11 somehow. <laughs> Well, yeah. they're not getting it from ticket sales, I'll tell you that. Oh, <laughs> Stosh, we okay. hope you get a new phone. We appreciate you yeah. coming on and talking some soccer with us. Bruce, same to you. Thanks for having Thank us, you, as Jonas. always. Always right. great to see you guys. Thank you so much, and we'll, uh, we'll see you at the house. Stosh yeah. and Bruce. Yeah. All right, Andy and I are going to take a quick break here while you get to hear from Joe Valla. Joe Valley oh, yeah. is going to tell you all about how you can get involved in the Harbor House charity event run for the run for the house. So uh, please listen in to Joe Valley. He's going to tell you all about it, and uh, we'll be back to finish off here in just a second. Hi everyone, I'm Joe Valla from the Groove Machine, and also one of the hosts on our new vodcast, Beats, Balls, and Bourbon. I wanted to take a minute to ask you to please consider becoming a part of a new fundraiser that we have recently kicked off. We are working with AngelShare, the Lou City Supporter Community Outreach Initiative, to raise money for Harbor House by getting a team together for the upcoming Kentucky Derby Mini Marathon next April. If you have not heard of them, Harbor House is an organization whose mission is empowering individuals with disabilities and their families to lead fulfilled and productive lives, and we can't think of a better organization to work with. From competitive runners to casual walkers, all are welcome. We will be giving everyone updates on how they can sign up to participate with us in the weeks ahead through social media, but for now, all we ask is that you humbly consider taking part in this event with us. Thanks for your time, stay tuned, and go City! Okay, thank you Joe for yep. that helpful information. I hope everybody participates in that. Uh, I know that I'm still planning on it. Are you? I really am. Have yeah. you started training? I have not started the training, but I have started the pre-training necessities. Which is, uh, I can't really start training until I lose quite a bit of the weight. And so uh, the diet is going strong. It has continued on. Uh, down after just under four weeks, we're down 12 pounds. Nice. Feeling good, feeling trim. So uh, hopefully that continues. I've got a target weight I want to hit, and then I can start my, uh, my training process. A so. year from now, you're going to be like one of those weird vascular with like the, the veins popping out all over. Man, I hope not. That would be strange. Like for that's not the us. look I'm looking for. For all of us, it's it not what strange. I'm aiming for. But you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, Andy, are you gonna run with us? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. When will you make that decision? Here's the thing: it won't. Because it won't take me that long to get in running shape for it. For 13.1 yeah. miles, you think you could just like make I that happen? And like. A month and a half, two months of prep, wow. I could I bang that out. Wow. The training program I read for myself said about four months. Nah, no, nah, I'm not going to need uh, that. All right, well, we'll see. How about this? I want to promise right now that if we win a third cup, you'll run with us. Oh, yeah, for sure. We win a third cup, you're in. Third cup, I'm in. But not that if we don't win a third cup, you're out. No. Okay. No. All right, that's fair. So you've heard it here. If we win another one, Andy's down. I'm still considering it. But if we win a third cup, I'm definitely in. Understood. So no pressure, hack. Um, just just the, the hopes and dreams of Harbor House are riding on you. What if that's it? What if that is what takes us to the cup? It's hack. Here's this. And it's like, like, you know what? 
I want Andy to run. I want to see that lanky, goofy dude oh, running. Awful. Uh, how good was Stash, huh? Dude, that was fourteen-year-old podcaster killing it. Yeah, I kind of wanted him to stay. <laughs> like, yeah, I was going. disappointed they had to bounce, but uh, they're busy dudes, so yeah. it is what it is. When you're fourteen and school is in, apparently our time frame is not their time frame. No. But no, I thought he uh, had some great insights. I appreciated what he had to say about Pittsburgh. I don't have a lot more to add about Pittsburgh, honestly. I thought. It was a nil-nil game, and it was the prototype game that Bob Lilly would design. It was as frustrating a game as everybody knew it was going to be yeah. playing Pittsburgh. Um, just banging your head into a wall and hoping. Hubbard was the star, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. All That's right. it. Uh, no, nothing further to add then about Pittsburgh. Uh, beyond the fact that it was a strange lineup, it was an yeah. unusual lineup, but uh, you're missing six key pieces, yeah. uh, and so it was always going to be a weird lineup. Uh, we come back for Hartford this week, mm-hmm. Saturday night, 7 p.m. The official watch party is at Hopcat. Mm-hmm. I understand there might be people congregating elsewhere also. That's yeah. up to the other people. Um, but uh, the official party and myself will be at Hopcat. So join me out there if you are so inclined. But no matter what, go watch the game. Absolutely. Um, Hartford, bad team. Yeah. Let me let me give you an interesting statistic that I noticed I today. I love interesting statistics. Okay. I was looking back at their uh, run of form, right? How they're looking, and predictably pretty bad. Right. They did just they're coming off of a five-one win against who? Atlanta United too. Well, so you know <laughs> that's that is what it is. You know. But in their last six games, six consecutive games, okay, there has been at least one red card. Really, six straight games where either either Hartford or their opponent had a red card. Who has more, their opponent or Hartford? Hartford, with four. Jeez, four games with at least one red card, so and they lost all four of them. They lost all four of those. Now the two games where the oppo- uh, opposition had red cards, they won. Hartford won. So the key for us in this game would seem to be don't, don't get, get a red, red card, card and we'll win. So, Paco, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Let's bud, be careful now of this particular game. Uh, I mean, really, though, I think that... Is he in accumulation He is back. Coming he off came, of it? He's coming off of it. He missed yeah. last week because of it. He'll be back and available. Uh, so I was coy about Paolo. Uh, and whether or not he can play, and I will remain coy. Okay. But I'll say this. I think we're starting to see some guys get back to where we need them to be. So in this past game, Speedy and uh, Frano were off doing Jamaican duty. Right. And so they were both gone. We were also missing Paolo and Brian Ownby from injuries. Yeah. And that stinks. And you're missing. We were also missing Paco yep. from yellow card accumulation, yep. and we we're missing Nile from an undisclosed knock. Ugh. So, those six guys are important guys. <laughs> yeah. Where we're going, we're gonna need those guys. I mean, five of them are essentially starters. Yeah. And Frano is in and out of the lineup. Who's after Hartford? After Hartford it's is the toughest game. stretch of games. We go. No, thank you. I'll do another coffee if you get it going. Nothing. After Hartford, we come home for two huge games. One against New York Red Bulls, too. And then Tampa follows them right up. Uh, So you got the number one and number three or four team in the league back-to-back at home. After that, you get St. Louis, which is a good team. They're playing a little better now. They're back in the playoff hunt. They look like they've fallen out of it, but they're back in it. And then you go to Nashville. So three of the next five are massive games. That means Hartford is must-have points. Yep, yep. Thrilled, obviously, to have the four wins in a row. And then the two draws that we're coming off of are two explainable, excusable, acceptable draws. Right. Indy, probably the first or second best team in the league right now. And then Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh, that's always going to be a tough game no matter what. And they are right there in the thick of things. Hartford, there's no no dodging or weaving here. we got to have three. If we have any illusions of getting a home game in the playoffs, we need to win. 
frankly, if we have any notion of not having to play a play-in game, we need the win. Ugh. So this is not a game to fuck around with. No. This is a game that needs to be won. And I'm I while I cannot specifically say who's returning from injury or who's not, I can say that I think that our lineup will be more like what we're familiar with in this game. Do you see so you know, the question the last few games has been I mean the question, but like the comment is is the relationship between Tosh and McMahon. So yeah. do you think Tosh comes back out of that six? Because like you said, I mean, he played pretty good in the six. Like he was a big opposing force, right? Yeah. Um, do you think he comes out of that? Uh, well, I mean, that'll sort of depend a lot on two of the question marks. Okay. If Niall is healthy enough to go, I think that slides speedy back into that six roll and you put... Tosh back on the back line. Yeah. If Paolo is good to go, obviously he's the six, and Tosh slides back into the fullback role. If either of them is missing, yeah. then the thought may be that you slide that midfielder up the other one up the field a little bit, and you let Tosh slide back into that six spot. So either Niall or Paco comes back, or Paolo comes back, and I think you see Tosh in the in the uh, fullback. Okay. Either of them don't, probably not. Probably stay at the six. So here's what we can say. It's a lot of question marks. Well, until we know who's available, it's just so hard. Yeah. You have to expect that Abdu keeps his starting spot. Yeah. And that Hopano keeps his starting spot. Yeah. That's your two wings. Yeah. If Brian Ownby is healthy and ready to go, you expect him to go into the nine or Hopano to go to the nine and Brian to play out wide. Yeah. And then you expect Luke to come off the bench just because he was so dyna- dynamic in that role coming off the bench. A lot of like what Stosh said, yeah. a change of pace guy. So that's your front line. Pretty much no matter what, that's your front line. Yeah. In your 10, you still got to expect that to be Magnus mm-hmm. at the 10. Mm-hmm. And if it's not Magnus, you would think that it would be a healthy Niall McCabe. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Napo Matsoso is going to play. Until absolutely everybody's healthy, Napo Matsoso is one of your your two best center midfielders. And so Napo will probably play unless everybody's suddenly healthy. Napo's playing. Oscar's in, Pat's in, Paco's in. Then it's just a question of that number six spot and that number yeah. nine spot. Those are the two areas where things get sort of blurry. Dicey. Not even dicey, but like... Woo! I was thinking about this the other day. If the playoffs started tomorrow and everybody's healthy, mm-hmm. everybody's healthy, everybody's ready to go, there are no question marks, no no nothing, everybody's in form and fit. I think your starting 11 has to be Hubbard and goal. Yeah. And then from left to right on the defense, Oscar, Paco, Tosh, McMahon. Yeah. Your six is Paolo Del Piccolo. Your central midfielders are Speedy Williams and Magnus. Mm-hmm. And then you keep Abdu, Brian Ownby, and Hope and O across the top. The one wild card in that is Nile. Does Nile get the start over Speedy like he did in last year's playoffs? Does he get the start over Magnus if Magnus's form dips? Those are the Nile. I think is the only guy that you say he might get a start. Other than those eleven, if would, everybody's fit, I would almost be curious to start Nile over Magnus. Have Magnus come off the bench. Yeah, wear him down, and then have Magnus come on, fresh legs. Well, and, and Magnus's fresh legs against anybody else is just ridiculous. Like yeah. his, his warm legs against everybody else is ridiculous. Yep. I would like. I'd be curious to see how that went. Yeah, because now such a bulldog. Anyway, wear him down. I agree with that. I agree with that. If I had nothing but sheer annoyance, like, I love that. Why is this guy yelling at me so much? And Nile has played so well all year. Oh yeah. Magnus has gotten the goals, no question about it. But Nile has been one of our best eleven players, no question. Yeah. This season. And so it's tough decisions there. Maybe you slide Nile out wide and you bring Abdu off. Yeah. You've got options, but I'm just saying, 
those are the, those, that's what I imagine the the playoff lineup would look like if everybody's ready to go. Yeah. Now we got to get there. We got to get to that point. Ugh. And I'd like to see that lineup get going three or four games before the season ends. We're getting into my favorite slash least favorite time of the season. Yeah. Because, you know, playoffs is my favorite time of the season. Obviously. It's on, right? But this is my favorite slash least favorite. This is like the bittersweet part for me because now every single game is important. Oh, yeah. Leading up to this. Everything is important. And it is so unimaginably stressful. It's brutal. <laughs> Every game is like, oh, come on. Yeah. So we have still got four road games left and three home games left. We got seven games left in the season. Yeah. In the previous playoff format, it was the final, the semifinal, and the quarterfinal. And that's it. Like, you played, it was 8 4 2. Yeah. And so that means that at this point in last season, this upcoming game was the first win of the streak that took us to the cup. Oh, yeah. We won 10 straight games to finish the year. So this is about the time. Maybe one game now, one game away from now. But we're coming right up on where we things clicked in and we just took off running and nobody could stop us. Yeah. I would love to see us beat Hartford just because we should beat Hartford. And then whatever kind of game we play against New York Red Bulls, too, I can live with. Honestly, I can live with a loss to them. They're a really good team. They're really, really good. And I can live with a draw, and I would love a win. But Tampa, that third game from now, is when I want to see our full starting lineup, and I want to see us just go. Yep. And put people into the ground. That's what I want to see. That's where I'm at right now. I will... I said three weeks ago that I was a month away. Next week, I will make my prediction about where we finish the season. Next week, All right. next week's show, I will say where I think we finish. Okay. Next week's show is when last year I predicted that we would win the whole damn thing, and I was completely right. It's very true. Yeah. So, I will tell you where we're going to finish, and you can believe me because I was right that one time. <laughs> Yeah, but you're like 100%, right? Uh, so, so far as anybody knows, yeah. Uh, Hartford is an uh, interestingly bad team. Uh, Angulo is always scary. He can score. Wojciszwodczyk. I'm, I'm not making fun of the name. It's just a difficult name to pronounce. Wojciszwodczyk is always scary and can score goals. Uh, they've gotten a lot of production out of Sebastian Dalgard this year. Um, they are... It's a... It's a not as terrible of a team as they should as they look. Their results are not as good as the players they have. Right. Um, Sem DeWitt is a famously uh, moron from FC Cincinnati who got the red card that gave us the five nil win. He plays. Oh, back, yeah. He plays on their back line. He plays most of the time. Maybe he'll do it again. For Maybe us. Uh, Barrera is sort of their Oscar. He is five okay. seven, uh, mostly plays a little bit wide, and uh, tons of chances created, not many goals scored. Uh, so those are names to watch for in this upcoming game. Uh, the keeper is uh, probably going to be Cody Cropper. That's my guess. But they have employed a number of keepers throughout this year, so it's difficult to predict who it'll be week to week. Uh, the guy who is the most common keeper they've played is not on their roster. So... So there's that. Uh, I think he was a low knee. I'm not positive. Uh, okay. I don't know for sure. That's weird. Um, all right. So that being said, Andy, what do you expect? Three nothing. Love it. Good guys. Love it. Three nothing. Good guys. Uh, Paco will be back. So get so the Oscar, Oscar to Paco. Paco for sure. I think we're due one. Yeah, we are. Maybe I should maybe I should do the coin toss again. Fly get, out there. Get your ass to Hartford. Fly out there. Love it. Just walk on the field. I got it. I got it. Everybody calm down. I got it. Um, I brought my own coin. Right. <laughs> it's, it's the official uh, in the house podcast quarter. It's actually it's actually a picture of Paco on one side and, and a tails of- on the other. Because <laughs> we only um, do reviews first. Yeah. Um, Give me one I think we of the get, other I, Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, 
Do you like Stash's choice of a uh, of a Speedy Williams goal? I do. Okay. I do. So there's two. I think we had something from Papano. I think he's due a goal. Yeah. He's been playing really well. He's been creating a lot more chances than he's been taking. Here's the thing. There's part of me just wants him to do like at, like I especially want him to do well because when we traded uh, Lucky like when we that whole trade thing yeah. a lot of people were like what is going on and then Cam's like oh wait this was a good idea yeah um, I want him to be successful you sure. know what I mean I don't want there to be any question about the logic behind it or any I want him to be successful and I think that by and large he has been he has been I mean yeah, I think absolutely he's been what we needed he has and. Um, so yeah, I want him to. Plus, he was a guest, and, and we he likes like Stars of Catan. He and, does. Uh, <laughs> I just I want it for it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, all right, then with all of that folded in, I'll say I think that you are close to right. I've got a four-one win. You think so? Coming for us. I think that they'll find a way to get a cheapo. Mm-hmm. But I get a weird feeling that it'll be. We'll get an early one. They'll tie it up. And then uh, before you make that prediction, should you let them know who you are? I was going to. Okay. Uh, and then I think <laughs> that, uh, and then I think we pour it on. I okay. think we we get out early. They pull it back right before halftime. Hack fires up the troops at halftime, and uh, we come out and just blow the doors off of them in the second half. That's what I got in my mind. Four uh, one, and I am imagining. I love your hope and no prediction. I've got Abdu making up for missing the sitter last week, okay. and I've got Abdu putting at least one in in this game. Uh, it's, I think it shapes up for a nice Abdu game. That's really all I got for Hartford. You got anything to add, any tidbits? Not really. All right, let's drink some purple stuff. All right. Cheers. Ah. All right. News and notes from around the league, our weekly purple stuff. Uh, Andy, you want to kick us off with any news or notes from Scouse's house? I got nothing. Nothing from Scouse's house. Understood. I blame Kenny. That's the perfectly reasonable person Usually to blame. Kenny's the one that, that lets me know what, what's, going, what's on. going on, and I have not heard from him, so I'll blame him. I got you. Next, we've got... Uh, all right, so interesting thing. I just saw today that Sean Tosh, our beloved Hulk, yeah. has gone live with his own T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of clever. Yeah. It's, uh, it's tucked in, locked in. It's a T-shirt that's tucked in, locked in. It's got a neat little logo on the front with a lock that's got a fleur-de-lis in it. Right. And it's, uh, it's sharp. It's got the ST4 at the bottom. It's right. cool. And then on the back, when you turn around, if you left the shirt untucked, in the tail where it would normally be tucked, it says, tuck me in. So he's giving instructions. This is a shirt that comes with instructions on it. I like it. I'm leaning towards getting one. I got to talk the wife into it. Can he do that? He can make shirts about himself all I didn't know, like... He, he would have to petition the team in some fashion to be able to use any loose City paraphernalia. But uh, this is just a purple shirt that says uh, tucked in, locked in on it. That's a Sean Tosh thing, not a loose City thing. All right. How I, do you get one? Uh, you can order is it, it online. I believe it's his, I don't know if it's his website or if it was like an Etsy website or something like that. But if you go to Sean Tosh's Facebook page, there is a link to a place where you can buy that shirt. And I like it. I, no, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, do it. I mean, and I don't, uh, I'm care. I got to be careful here because uh, I am an employee of the team, and so all my all the opinions are my opinions only, and do not reflect the opinions of our of the team, the front office, any of our sponsors or partners. Right, right. But uh, I, I can't see any reason why there would be any rule against players marketing their own stuff. Like it's his stuff. Like if you wanted to use Loose City in it, then I get it. The team has to have its say. Right. But uh, if you wanted to go out and market an Andy Frederick Loves Booze t-shirt, Nobody would you have to talk to Southern Wine and Spirits about having a shirt that just says Andy no. Frederick Loves Booze? No. Then I feel the same right. way. Now, if you were using one of your brands, yeah, that then would, that would be, be a thing. thing. Yeah. But it, you know, as long as you're not using one of those brands, then it's just talking about you doing your thing. And this is Sean doing his thing. I, I like, like it. it. 
I, yeah, I dig it. All right, so that's cool. Two, and this is big, stadium news. They have started putting on roof panels. Have you seen this yet? No. They have put on some of the roof panels. The brown, dark brown, beautiful panels oh that'll look like a barrel. Now, they haven't gone around the curve yet, but I've seen pictures, both illicit and legal, of them uh, curving those panels that will go around the curve of the stadium. Because right now, it already looks like a stadium. I yeah. mean, it is what it is. And it's got a roof, and it looks like a roof. But we're nowhere near what the cool factor is going to be once that roof actually right. does the thing. That's awesome. That is awesome. And seeing it I'm get not... put up is exciting. Check it out. There's right. there. It is, if you are looking in from Scouse's house, okay. it is on the top right. Okay. So... If you're coming from 71 or 64 from downtown out of downtown, you get a nice view of it. When is grass going down? I think that I'm allowed to say. I think. God. I think I've seen this out and about. In, but it, grass will be in before September 26th. It will be in before then. Okay. Today is September 12th. Within two weeks, there will be grass. Jesus. Like grass, grass, like the grass. That's insane. To me. Our field will be in place within two weeks. That's nuts. Yeah, that's insane. There is glass now in the team store. Like the plexiglass for the team store is all in. All of the suites glass are in. They have put up drywall for the uh, for the beer garden. Like. Stuff's happening over there. Uh, Again, there was like a three-week lull where they were mostly doing stuff we couldn't see. Right. You're starting to be able to see stuff again. Uh, Get excited. And take that excitement to LooCity.com or 502LooCity and buy your damn tickets. You haven't bought your tickets. They announced this week that... We announced this week that... uh, They've already sold over 5,000 seats. Yeah. 5,000 locked in. Yeah. Like, that is good attendance for some USL teams. Yeah. Like, if they were just like, if you could promise Hartford there'd be 5,000 people oh, at their game thrilled. this weekend, they'd be amped up. And that is the bare minimum for next year. And that was like three days ago, and we've sold plenty since then. Yeah. We're not selling all 11,700 as season tickets. We won't do it. It's bad form. Right. You want people to be able to buy single game tickets. Right, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And we want to be able to, uh, you know, sell tickets to corporate sponsors and give cor- give tickets to charitable organizations that deserve them. So we are essentially halfway right. to what we will sell. We're at least halfway to what we're even willing to sell. Christmas hasn't happened yet. People haven't seen the roof go on yet. Oh, no, yeah. Not all of our corporate partners have bought their blocks of tickets. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are some of our corporate partners who are going to buy 300, 400 seats themselves. Yeah. That's still out there. If you are waiting because you think it's not a big deal, stop waiting. How are you all deciding where those corporate partners are going? Well, first they got to tell us how much they want to pay us. And then uh, you tell them, well, these seats cost this much and these seats cost this much. And we went to most of our giant corporate partners right. early in the process. But, uh, you know, there are real corporate partners, big guys, big people that we work with that are important, who uh, are not yet decided on what they're doing. And uh, the way we decide that is what's left and uh, what section do they want to be in. And okay. then we do our best to block it out. Okay. But I'm just saying, if you are waiting, you are making mistakes. Yeah. One thing we are doing in the office, and I can talk about this because it's my stuff. In our office right now, we have what's called our fan experience meetings, where we're just talking, where it is purely, the only thing we're talking about is how do we make it badass when you right. get in there. I'm pretty sure this is the only reason I was hired, was to be in this meeting. Probably. And uh, like, what do people want to see? And I'm meeting with people every week, I meet with a couple of fans to talk about what they want to see, what they don't. If you're somebody who wants to have a sit down meeting with me to tell me what you want to see and don't, Shoot me an email, efloyd at louisvillecityfc.com. I'd love to hear from everybody. Doesn't mean we're going to do it. What or you tasteful nudes. 
I'm not. Uh, that, I'll give I'll give you my private email address offline. Uh, the uh, I'm not saying we'll do what you're suggesting, right. but I'm saying I do want to hear it. Um, and in that fan experience meeting, we're talking about stuff that is thoroughly awesome. Stuff we're only going to give to season ticket holders. Inner to wins, we're only going to offer to season ticket holders. Uh, fan experiences that you cannot buy only for season ticket holders. There's cool stuff that you're going to want to be a part of. And if you delay, you can get left out in the cold. I am now, once again, honestly believing that it is possible we'll sell out our allotment which is nuts. I'm not saying we will, but I'm also not saying we won't tomorrow. Right. So do it. Go buy your tickets. Yeah, just get them. They went on sale to the general public Monday. Monday. Just, just buy them. Just you, get them. You've got two, right? Oh, yeah. In the waterfront supporters zone? Oh, yeah. In Scouse's house? Oh, yeah. You're ready. I'm ready. Okay. I like it. I'm standing. It's wise. Although standard. I don't, I think we talked about this the other day on the podcast, but I'm not sure. Think for a second though about how safe standing looks in your head and on the virtual tour. You're going to be able to sit on the row behind you in safe standing. This is not like, you know, uh, this you're, isn't some you're like, not at the bottom of a well. No, this isn't like draconian torture. <laughs> like you're not going to like. <laughs> right. You must stand. Like no, man. The other thing is when you look at it. It's time that like not, you can lean. Like, yeah, you'll be able to lean, lean against on the one behind you, like, or you on the rail in front, in, front of you. in front of you. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Plus, it's a supporter zone. You don't sit in the supporter zone. And if you want to, we are still working on possibilities of things that we might still be able to do to provide some level of seating for people. But I, I would not. I mean, you know, just sort of don't expect it. Be glad if it shows up. How about that? Yeah. Uh, it's exciting right now. Uh, in the office, it's been nuts this week. It's been super cool hearing the phone calls coming in, people getting excited. Uh, there was a media tour of the stadium yesterday, yeah. and it was uh, so you probably got inundated with updates in your uh, social medias yeah. uh, because there were a lot of new pictures and a lot of new uh, stuff. Yeah. Because it's awesome. Yeah. Because it's awesome. And we're only going to get to do this once. In our lifetimes, we're never going to build another stadium. We no. may do additions to this one. We may put on a second deck or close in the bowl or who knows. But we're never going to build another one. Mm -hmm. Be excited about it this time. Be involved. Be a part of it. Yeah. Andy, you got your hard hat? Like, I mean, no. We'll get you a tool belt, get you out there. Yeah? Do, you know, do they need help? I mean... It couldn't hurt. You were just willing stuff. to. Hey, listen, I'm willing to give you guys, and I'm willing to give you guys four hours today. I yeah. brought my tool belt. You carry stuff. What if that speeds things along? What if that makes the difference? It could. Every little bit. Now, before I went to work for the team, I sincerely thought and hoped, hoped. Yeah. I knew rough timelines of things. I didn't have any notion of really anything. Right. I hoped that the stadium could feasibly be done in time no. for the uh, championship game this year if we were to play in it. That is not the case. No. That no, is not the happen. case. No. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And for a long time I was like, man, that'd be, that'd be incredible. Wouldn't that be Holy the coolest crap. way to open a stadium though? I mean, I get it. We're still, we're, we're when, the, when the championship game comes along, we're still five months out from being having yeah. a stadium. That's a long time. Yeah. But it would be pretty badass. Maybe they'll just do it. Yeah. Within a month from now, there will be grass, there will be beams, there will be a full roof. It's going to really look like a stadium a month from now. It's gonna, from the outside to the random passerby, it will look like, oh, hey, look, there's a soccer field. I think if we make it to the championship again, we should petition to have them play in the unfinished stadium. <laughs> if you're going to go... Wear a hard hat. You gotta sign a waiver. You have to sign a waiver. Yeah. You have to wear a hard hat. There will be no electricity, no drinks, no food, but they'll play soccer they'll there. Play in soccer front of there you at like three in the afternoon because <laughs> there are no lights. Like whatever. Just take off work. It's yeah. fine. Uh, I'm down. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll suggest it. We'll see what Brad has Talk to say. Talk to Brad. I'm pretty sure he gets to make that decision. Pretty sure. I, I, probably not. Who makes that decision? Um, I'm guessing like. 
Who could you? I'm really? betting that it would be attorneys for the construction company who got to make that decision. Give me their numbers. No, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> Messer Harmon, we're coming for you. Guys, just hear me out. <laughs> so, we're coming up towards playoff time now. Yeah. And uh, the thing that... I think it's time we kick it into gear here. Oh, okay. There was a nice start with Stosh tonight. Yeah. Stosh and Bruce, great guests. Yeah. I think we need to pledge to ourselves that for the rest of this season... No more than two podcasts with no guest. Wow. Okay. So that's essentially at least seven weeks, worst case scenario, and hopefully four weeks after that. So that's 11 weeks. And I think we can do it with just two weeks of no guest. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll get us a good one for this coming week. Okay. I'll sign us up somebody good. Okay. You get us one for the week after. Andy has never been in charge of booking a guest on this show. I'm terrible at it. You don't know that. You I never tried. Am. What if you're amazing at it? What if it's like, guess what? I got Obama. <laughs> I'll email him. <laughs> I'll get on Twitter. That is sincerely. What else is he doing? That Nothing. Is, that He's is, not doing anything. That is sincerely how we got Mayor Fisher last year was just bugging him through emails. At least Michelle. Michelle would be delightful Michelle to have. Michelle would be glorious. So, I'm just saying two weeks from now you're getting us a guest. Okay. I, and, and you can think far afield. Fans, big time fans. Well, I can't get a player because I don't have access to them. You can email me in the front office and I can try to get <laughs> Hey, Evan, I'd like to have a po- uh, player for our podcast because I'm the one in charge of acquiring the players. That's uh, that would be That would be cheating. Who could... Uh... Now I'm trying to think. Yeah. Now I'm trying to media think. Media personalities. I want to get somebody impressive. Yeah, media personalities. Anybody like that in your back pocket? Politicians? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I got some. Huge sponsors? Yeah. See? Just, just you know, noodle it around a little bit. Two weeks from now. See what happens. And you've all been put on notice. Whatever guest we have two weeks from now is on Andy. Neymar. <laughs> it's going to be Neymar. <laughs> we just spoiled the surprise. I hope he doesn't trip on the way to the table. Oh, because he... Yeah, no, I got it. Get it? Because he would roll a lot. Yeah, because yeah. he... Because he dives. I thought it was clever. Famous Louisvillians. Let me ask you. You know who I have thought would be the two big fish to try to go out and get that are feasible but improbable, you go get us Jennifer Lawrence or Bill Murray. They're, they have Here's ties the to the city. They're huge sports fans. They're yeah. in the area. I have I have personally considered trying to climb those mountains and have decided not to try. Here's the thing. Jennifer Lawrence wouldn't do it. Why? I don't know if she... I don't think she... I, I don't know. Have you asked her? No. Well, then you don't know. Bill Murray. Yeah. He was. It just seems here. like something he would do. Because he does. He shows up to people's weddings. Yeah. He like jumps into. You know what I mean? Like it seems like something he would do. Yeah. But really, any celebrity of their level, I'm not going to be picky. If you're like, hey, listen, I couldn't get Murray, but here's Steve Buscemi. That you're would like, be amazing. I'm saying, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be amazing. You know. So, you know, just think it over. I'm just going to start emailing people. That's what I want. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Sure. And Blake Lively. Get them both. Yeah. Package deal. What are you all doing? Frank Stallone. <laughs> Frank Stallone would be a delight. He'd be a delight. World's funniest man. Eight years running. So, uh, crowd... In the house fans, let Andy know. Yeah, let me know on Twitter who you think you guys want me to try to get. Who you want Andy to try to acquire for for our guests. I personally think that they should have a connection to either Louisville Sports. Okay. No, really, Louisville or sports. sports. One or the other. But, uh, you know, sports is a big category. Louisville is a big category. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater would be awesome. I'd be, I'd be thrilled to talk to Teddy. Get Lamar. Yeah. Not on a Sunday, he's busy. No, yeah, he's Teddy not as busy. I mean, uh, carrying a clipboard's got to be exhausting. Oh, Teddy. Yeah. 
Just all right, yeah. Noodle me, it around. Find me somebody. Let me know on Twitter, you all. Who it should be. Who it should be. I will actually check my Twitter. I promise I'll actually check it. And he will look for the biggest possible guest he can acquire. And I'll tell you what, if you get him to book within the next two weeks, uh-huh. I will not require that it be the guest two weeks from now. So, like, if you happen to talk to some random celebrity and they're like, I'd love to come on the show, but I can't for six weeks, we'll have the giant celebrity on in six weeks, and I'll give you a pass for two weeks from now. Okay. Understood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Andy, you have accepted your mission. Yep. I wish you Godspeed. Uh, in the house, fans, thanks very much for listening. We've had a blast as per usual. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Saints, to Bruce and Stosh, mm-hmm. and thank you very much to uh, Joe Valla for providing uh, such a great service. Yeah. Everybody, get in. I can only think of one way to get into podcasts like this, and that is by saying a very calm, A very pleasant Go Go City. City.